As the name suggests, Sky that is societally impact through cloud and artificial intelligence, it is an incubation platform within MSR for us to ideate on such research ideas, work with our collaborators like academia, NGOs, social enterprises, startups, and to test or validate our hypothesis through very well-defined real-world deployments. At Sky, it's an interdisciplinary team of social scientists, computer scientists, software engineers, designers, and program managers from the lab, whom come together for creating, nurturing, and evaluating our research ideas through real-world deployments and validations. Welcome to the Microsoft Research India podcast, where we explore cutting-edge research that's impacting technology and society. I'm your host, Sridhar Vedantam. At Microsoft Research India, Research focused on societal impact is typically a very interdisciplinary exercise that pulls together social scientists, technology experts, and designers. But how does one evaluate or validate the actual impact of research in the real world? Today, we talk to Tanuja Ganu, who manages a societal impact through cloud and AI, or Sky Group, in MSR India. Sky focuses on deploying research findings at scale in the real world to validate them often working with a wide variety of collaborators, including academia, social enterprises, and startups. Tanuja has been recognized as one of MIT Technology Review's Innovators Under 35 in 2014 and by IEEE Bangalore as a Woman Technologist of the Year in 2018, and her work has been covered by top technical media. Tanuja, welcome to the podcast. Uh, I'm really looking forward to this particular edition of what we do here because uh, I know that you manage Sky and it's uh, a quite an intriguing part of the lab. Now, before we get into that, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. First of all, thanks, Sridhar, for having me on the podcast today. And uh, yes, uh, I'm not a full-time researcher, but I'm engineer by training and I have done my master's in computer science. Over the last decade or so, my work is primarily at the intersection of research and engineering, and it's on the applied research side. So uh, throughout my experience and journey working at research labs and uh, startup, I'm very much interested in taking a research idea through the entire incubation phase to validate its applicability in real-world problem settings. Uh, so, Tanuja, I know you manage this uh, thing called Sky within the lab, and I think it's a very interesting part of the lab. Uh, talk to us a little bit about that, and especially expand upon what Sky, the term Sky itself, stands for, because I myself keep tripping up on it whenever I try to explain it. Yes, Shrida. So, since the inception of our lab, uh, the lab has been doing very interesting work in the social impact space. Additionally, with the advances in artificial intelligence and cloud-based technologies in recent years, there are increased opportunities to address some of the societal problems through technology and amplify its positive effect. So as the name suggests, Sky, that is societal impact through cloud and artificial intelligence, it is an incubation platform within MSR for us to ideate on such research ideas, work with our collaborators like academia, NGOs, social enterprises, startups, and to test or validate our hypothesis through very well-defined real-world deployments. 
also our location in india allows us to witness and carefully analyze various socio economic challenges so the solutions that we ideate are inspired by indian settings and in many a cases equally applicable to different parts of the world interesting so it sounds like uh, there's a fair amount of difference between the kind of work that sky does and uh, between what uh, the rest of the lab actually does in terms of research so at um, msr india our research work is mainly along three different axes firstly advancing the state of the art in science and technology uh, second is inspiring the direction for technology advances and the third important axis is building the technology for driving societal impact so sky is primarily focused on societal impact axis and many of our projects also do have very strong academic and technological impact um at sky it's an interdisciplinary team of social scientists computer scientists software engineers designers and program managers from the lab who come together for creating nurturing and evaluating our research ideas through real world deployments and validations so that's really the difference in terms of the other type of research that we do at uh, lab and what we do at sky so when you decide to take up a project or accept it under the sky umbrella what do you actually look for yeah we look for a few things for defining a sky project so firstly it should address a significant real world problem and should have a potential to scale the second thing is the problem should offer interesting research challenges for our team um the next thing is whether we have credible partners or collaborators with domain expertise to deploy evaluate and validate our research we also look for how we can define rigorous impact evaluation plan for a project and lastly we look for what are the feasible graduation paths for the project within 2 to 3 years of time horizon what do you mean by graduation so um there are different ways in which a particular project can complete its successful execution at um, a sky um, center and that's what we are really terming it as a graduation and there could be really different types of graduation path depending upon each type of project okay uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, some of the projects that you are currently uh, doing under the sky umbrella uh because to me from what you've said so far it sounds like there's probably going to be a fairly widespread of types of projects and quite a large variety in the type of things that you're doing there so yes trader that's very true we are working on a very diverse set of projects right now and uh, so to give a flavor of our work i would discuss about two or three projects briefly the first project is called hams that is harnessing automobiles for safety We all know that road safety is a very critical issue and according to World Bank report globally there are 1.25 million road traffic deaths every year in India there is one death every 4 minutes that happens due to road accidents so to understand and address this very critical issue of road safety hams project was initiated by our team at MSR including Venkat Padmanabhan Akshay Nambi and Satish Sangameshwaran Hams provides a low cost solution which is being evaluated for automated driver license testing. Hams includes a smartphone with its associated sensors like camera, accelerometer etc that is fitted inside a car. Uh, 
It monitors the driver and the driving environment and using AI and edge intelligence, it provides effective feedback on the safe driving practices. So at present, HAMS has been deployed at Regional Transport Office in Dehradun, India for conducting dozens of driver license tests a day. And the feedback from this deployment is very encouraging since it provides transparency and objectivity to the overall license testing and evaluation process. The second project is in the domain of natural language processing called Interactive Neural Machine Translation, which was initiated by Kalika Bali and Manojit Chaudhary um, in our NLP team. So when we look at this problem, uh, there are 7000 plus spoken languages worldwide. And for many, many use cases, we often need to translate content from one language to another. Though there are many commercial machine translation tools available today, those are applicable to a very small subset of languages, say 100, which have sufficient large digital data sets available to train machine learning models. So to aid human translation process, as well as for creating digital data set for many low resource or underserved languages, we combine innovations from deep learning and human computer interactions and bring human in the loop. So when we talk about INMT, the initial translation model is bootstrapped using small data set that is available for these languages. And then INMT provides quick suggestions for human translators while they are performing translations. And over time, it also helps in creating larger digital data sets, which would help in increasing accuracy of translation for such underserved languages. So in INMT, we are currently working with three external collaborators called Pratham Books, Translators Without Borders, and Swijinitswara to evaluate and enhance INMT. So just to give few examples, Pratham Books is a non-profit publisher who would like to translate children's storybooks in as many languages as possible. Translators Without Borders is a non-profit who is working in the areas of crisis relief, health and education and they would like to evaluate INMT for an Ethiopian language called Trigrinia. Our other collaborator Sijinitswara is working with INMT for collecting Hindi Gundi dataset. And just to give you one last flavor of uh, one more project. So I'm sorry, uh, sorry to interrupt, but uh, I was curious, how do you actually go around selecting or identifying partners and collaborators for these projects? So uh, when we started uh, thinking about Sky projects, last year we had initiated a call for proposals where we invited external partners and collaborators to submit various ideas that they do have um, and the process that they have in addressing some of the societal impact projects. And we interestingly received a huge pool of applications through this call for proposal. We received more than 150 applications through that. And uh, through careful evaluation process, as we discussed earlier, we finally selected a few projects to uh, start in the Sky Umbrella. Okay. So I'm sorry, uh, I interrupted you. wanted to, uh, you're speaking about another project? Yeah. So just to give one more flavor of uh, the project that uh, we are currently doing, which is addressing another important issue of um, air pollution. So air pollution is another major concern worldwide with an estimated 7 million deaths every year. And uh, when we look in India, it's even more serious problem since 13 out of 20 most polluted cities in the world are in India. 
So to solve the air pollution problem, it is important to get correct monitoring of pollution levels, their timely and seasonal patterns in more granular manner that is from multiple locations inside a city. So apart from sophisticated and expensive air pollution monitoring stations which are already available, there are low cost air pollution sensors which are being deployed for this purpose. But the low cost sensors tend to drift or develop fault over time and the entire monitoring and analytical insights are dependent on reliability and correctness of this IoT data. So taking these things into account, we are now evaluating our research project called Dependable IoT for these low-cost air pollution sensors. Dependable IoT helps in automatically identifying and validating the drift or malfunction in the sensors and notifies for recalibration or replacement. So currently we are working with a few startups in this space to evaluate dependable IoT technology and as the project name suggests, this is not only limited to air pollution sensing but this technology is applicable for many other use cases for IoT sensing in agriculture, food technology or in healthcare. So I guess this gives you a view on some of the diverse projects that uh, we are doing and working on uh, at present in Sky. Yeah, so this dependable IoT thing sounds quite interesting. So uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but essentially what we are saying is that uh, we are trying to figure out ways in which we can ensure that the data that we're receiving in order to extract information from it and make decisions, uh, we're actually trying to figure out uh, or trying to make sure that the data itself is uh, solid. Absolutely. Okay. That's correct, Sridhar. And it's like uh, monitoring the monitor, right? So uh, while we are doing the IoT monitoring and sensing, we need to make sure that the technology that we are putting in place uh, is being monitored and it's giving us reliable and correct data. Great. Uh, now what's also coming across to me throughout this conversation is that uh, uh, Given the variety of projects and the variety of collaborators that you're looking at in Sky, would I be right in saying that the kind of people that you have in Sky, in addition to the researchers, obviously, who uh, are your internal collaborators, the people who are part of Sky, are they a very diverse uh, and varied set of people? Yes, absolutely true, Sridhar. So as we discussed earlier, Sky is an interdisciplinary team that consists of social scientists, CS researchers, solid software engineers and designers. And uh, we also have a program called Sky Fellows where uh, fresh undergraduates or the candidates who are already working in the industry can join on a specific Sky project for a fixed time period and contribute towards the development of Sky project. So. Particularly in Sky, in addition to all these technical or academic skills, we are also looking for people who have passion for societal impact and willingness to do the field work and deployment to scale a research idea. Okay, and uh, you know, you might at any point of time be working on say four, five or six projects. Uh, what happens to these projects once they're completed? Yeah, so I would say each uh, project would have a different graduation plan. 
so whenever a project is complete uh, from the sky perspective we call it as a graduation plan where we would define how this project would then sustainably grow further internally or externally um, and this graduation plan would be different for different projects depending upon the nature of the project so for some of the projects the graduation plan could be an independent entity that is spun off to take the journey of the project forward by scaling the initial idea to more people more geographies or for more use cases a very good example of this type of graduation plan is a msr project called 99 dots uh, where researchers like Bill Thies and others at Microsoft Research started this project to address medical adherence for tuberculosis. Over the years, this work has significantly grown and there is an independent entity spun off called Everwell to take the 99 dots journey forward. The other type of graduation plan can be putting our work and technology in the open source wherein the external social enterprises, NGOs or our collaborators can build on top of it and take the solution forward at larger scale. The example of this is our work on interactive machine uh, translation where we have open sourced our initial work and various collaborators are now using validating and building on top of this technology. Okay. And uh does the work that you do in sky or say the validation that you're looking for from research projects or the validation you're looking at of research projects through sky does that feedback further into the research itself or does it uh, kind of uh, just stay at sky so um it has two or I would say it, it would have multiple pathways. But primarily the first thing is certainly the work that we are doing is we are validating certain research hypothesis that we do have. So uh, some of the output or outcome of um, the sky projects is feeding back into the research areas and uh, validating or invalidating the hypothesis to say how the technology is uh, uh, helping to solve a particular research problem or not. Uh, but also if the intervention is successful, uh, it would be useful for external collaborators internally, externally for them to take up this idea forward and utilize uh, the technology that we have built at uh, Sky to taking it to larger scale. Okay, so once again, coming back to the uh, fact that the uh, projects that you do are of such different nature, uh, how do you actually even define success metrics for sky projects yeah this is very interesting question Sridhar. so the whole purpose of sky as the name suggests is about bringing social impact through technology innovations so there is no one fixed set of metrics that would be applicable for each and every project at sky but our success metrics for these projects are geared towards validating whether technological interventions can support the people and ecosystem and actually help address a specific problem or not. And if it does help solve the problem, then how can we amplify the positive effect using technology? So those are really the metrics that we are defining on each of the project depending upon nature of the project. So Tanuja, thank you so much for your time. Uh, this has been a great conversation and all the best for going forward in Sky. Thank you, Sridhar, for having me here and I really enjoyed discussing these projects and ideas with you. Thank you. Thank you.